Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Hallelujah on this sensational Saturday. Absolutely. And our do not fear scripture for the day is Genesis 46, 3. Genesis 46, 3. I am God, the God of your father. He said, do not be afraid to go down to Egypt for I will make you into a great nation there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So. On today's call, we're going to talk about more than heaven mm-hmm. and hell. That's it. Would wow. it surprise you to know that the scripture talks about money and possessions more than it does heaven and hell combined? In fact, four times as much. Wow. In 17 of the 30 parables, Jesus deals with money. One out of every six verses in the New Testament deals with money. Why do you think that is? I can think of three immediate reasons. First, we must have money to bless others. God wants us to bless so we can freely be a blessing. He wants us blessed so we can freely be a blessing to others. Yes, indeed. Consider the words of 2 Corinthians 9.8, New Living Translation. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you'll always have everything you need. And he left over to share with others. Wow. Now, the Message Bible version of that scripture, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, says, God can pour out the blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. Think of that. There are some people spiritually who, well, there are some people spiritually ready to fulfill God's desires, but can't. Simply said, they're so broke, they can't pick up all the pieces. That's why the verse says God gives blessings in astonishing ways, so that people are more than ready just to do what needs to be done. Have you ever heard somebody say the devil must be stupid? Personally, I don't think he's stupid. I think he's dangerous. And more than that, he has more than, more than that, he has power over us. Only. Because we give it to him. That's right. But Only because when. he knows the Bible and every promise yeah. that God made to us, he's a master of deception. That's it. In keeping you and I and others, believers, from realizing the potential mm-hmm. and power for success that is at our hands. Not only, it's been bought and paid for for us. We just need to kind of reach in there and grab it and take hold. He knows that if we ever grasp the power of sowing and reaping, then he'll lose his grip on the world's wealth. The devil knows it takes money to fulfill God's covenant. And he also knows that nobody listens to poor people. Consider the words in Ecclesiastes 9, 13 through 16. Once I saw, hallelujah, what people really think of wisdom. It happened when a powerful ruler surrounded and attacked a small city where only a few people lived. The enemy army was getting ready to break through the city walls, but the city was saved by the wisdom of a poor person who was soon forgotten. So I decided that wisdom is better than strength. Yet if you are poor, no one pays any attention to you no matter how smart you are. Wow. 
The Bible clearly states that a poor man may be wise, but most of the time, nobody's interested in hearing his wisdom. Why? Simply because he's poor. Think about this. If a poor man comes to your city this week to tell a truth, there may be a few people who would go out to his meeting and listen. However, if a rich man comes to the city to tell a lie, thousands go out to hear him. The devil knows that as long as the church walks in insufficiency, poverty, and debt, we're not going to be able to gain the attention of the world's population. Our Bible says that it is because no one listens to poor people, and make no mistake about it. The devil knows that. Second, God wants us to fulfill the Great Commission. Matthew 28, Matthew 28, right around verse 18. Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I yes. commanded you. And behold, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion, to the very close and consummation of the age. Amen. So let it be. It would be impossible for us to fulfill the Great Commission as an individual believer. You can't personally go to every highway, byway, hedge, jungle, village, city, and country in the world, especially at the same time. However, you can do your part. The world says that you can't be in two places at once, and that's technically truth, but also a lie, because you can. We're sitting here right you know, now talking into this you know, microphone and, and giving you information, but at the same time, we're in a lot of different places because we like giving to those programs that we know help people in different areas of the world. We're all over the place. You know why? Because we're able to give when we see the need and feel led, we'll give to these different things that are in need. And you know there's a lot of needs out there. Maui was a need. Um, obviously, Israel is a need. Ukraine's been a need. A lot of places in the U.S. where, like, people are going in and feeding and helping in just areas of devastation. These are needs of people that need to be reached. We try to meet the need here also by reaching people, and we're blessed, truly, that people tune in to us from all over the world. It really amazes us and blesses us that they tune in and listen to what we have to say. We get, mm, we get, I mean, communications from Australia and, you know, New Zealand and all the way over in Europe and in Asia. It's in Africa a lot, in Africa. Anyway, you're probably wondering, you know, well, how can you be so many places at one time? But the answer is found in Matthew 6.21. It says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Our money, our treasure is in dozens of places around the world. Russia also, fulfilling the Great Commission. The money that we've given to others represents the hours and days that we put into ex in exchange for it. The point is this, your money is your life because you pour out your life in exchange for the money you receive. Therefore, when you pour your money around the world to help other people. That is you giving life to those areas of need. Amen. Third, God wants us to know how to bless other people. God knows the money that we have takes on our personality. In Luke 7, 41 and 42, Luke 7, 41, 42, Jesus is talking about very greedy 
money-hungry Pharisees. The verse says, There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. The one owed him 500 pence, the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them would love him most? Jesus knew he would get the man's attention if he was talking about money. However, at one point, he was talking about how to deal with love and forgiveness. It's very important to understand that money, hear me now, takes on the personality of the person who possesses it. The truth is that money is neither good nor bad. I've heard people say that money will change a person, but that's not true at all. The truth is that money is only capable of revealing the character that was already there. That is a very good statement and a very true one. Money is an amplifier. Yes. It will amplify the heart and mentality of the person who has it. Money takes on the character of the person who's in control of it. When an evil person has money, well, they'll spend it on evil things. When a good person has money, they'll spend it on good things. There's no such thing as good or bad money. I want you to get this next truth down in your spirit. Your money never makes a decision about how you'll spend it. It buys and accomplishes whatever you decide. Your motivation with money is a determining factor whether or not God blesses you with more money. Before he releases real wealth to you, your true purpose will also go beyond satisfying selfish desires. If your reason for having money is primarily for your own selfish purpose, God knows it. He knows the thoughts and intentions of your heart, and he will not fund wrong purposes. Remember, God wants you blessed, but for the right reasons. You can read a bit about that in Luke 16, 10 through 12. Luke 16, 10 through 12. The real reason Jesus talked about money so much is that he wants you to fulfill his covenant, his great commission, and his desire for you to bless other folks. If you're broken in debt, then you can't fulfill these three desires of the Heavenly Father's heart. If your heart isn't right, then you won't even get, well, you won't even get the opportunity. Never lose sight of the success principle 633. Success principle 633, otherwise known as Matthew 633. But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want to close with the message Bible translation of Matthew 6, 31 through 33. Matthew 6, 31 through 33. What I'm trying to do here is get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know, people who don't know God and the way he works, well, he makes, makes a fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. But don't worry about missing out. You'll find out about everyday human concerns, that those concerns will be met. 
It's time to do what God wants you to do with money. Then you'll get more. Personalize this verse in uh, 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 9, 9 8. 8. That's a good one. 2 Corinthians 9 8. It says, God can pour out the blessings in astonishing ways so that Lawrence is ready for any and everything more than just ready to do what's right or needs to be done. God can pour out blessings in astonishing ways so that Bruce is ready to do anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. God can pour out blessings in astonishing ways so that Loretta, well, is ready for any and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. Mm -mm. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Well, think on these things. That's it. And join us tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern. That's right. For Rich, Rich Thoughts, Thoughts for, breakfast. for Breakfast. And until that time, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.